Welcome to the e-commerce badassery podcast, the place for scrappy female entrepreneurs who want to learn actionable steps and strategies to grow the traffic, sales, and profit in your e-commerce business. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster, a 20-year retail veteran who spent three years as the only employee of a seven-figure online store. That shit was crazy. I know exactly how it feels to do all the things, and I'm sharing everything I learned the hard way so you don't have to. I may have started this business by accident, but supporting badass bosses like you lights me the fuck up, and I am so stoked to see you grow. Are you ready, babe? Let's roll. Welcome back to the e-commerce badassery podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster. This episode has been a long time coming and I'm super excited to put this together for you. I've definitely talked about a few of my favorite apps throughout the show and other places on the interwebs, but I'm excited to curate them all in one episode for you. And since I'm discovering new apps all the time and developers are releasing new ones to the app store, I'm thinking I might make this a yearly ritual. If you didn't already listen to last week's episode, the must-have tools for your e-commerce business, make sure you go back and check that one out. On that episode, I focused more on the back-end systems of your business, while this episode is going to be more about the front-end experience of your website. Whether it's to improve the customer experience or the overall performance of your website, as long as it's customer-facing, we'll be talking about it here. And while this episode is called Must-Have Apps, it doesn't necessarily mean that every store needs every one of these apps. Essentially, it's more like my favorite apps for certain needed functionalities, but that doesn't have quite the same ring to it for an episode title, you know? I'm going to start with one overlapping tool from yesterday's episode, and that is Gorgeous, an all-in-one customer service platform. I just wanted to mention it quickly here because of its chat functionality, which works well for a lot of e-commerce businesses. I go a bit deeper on the platform in last week's episode, and you can check the link in the show notes to explore the platform. If you want a direct intro to them, reach out to me on Instagram or in the e-commerce badassery Facebook group, and I'll get you in touch. Next on the list is a relatively new player in the space, a quiz platform called Prehook. I first discovered it when I was a guest on the Cart Overflow podcast hosted by Prehook's founder, Gen. He's such a sweet guy, and of all the quiz platforms for e-commerce I've encountered, it's definitely my favorite. Not only does it offer a lot of flexibility in the quiz creation process, and it lets you show curated products to your customers, but it also syncs to Klaviyo in real time, allowing you to collect your customers' answers as profile properties that you can then use for segmentation and dynamic content. There are, of course, other platforms that sync with Klaviyo, but Prehook is the only one I've come across that syncs it in real time versus having a delay of up to 15 minutes, which means if you use a quiz as a list-building tool, which you should, You can actually customize the customer's welcome email with the data you collect about them through the quiz because it comes over so quickly. It's pretty cool, right? Another must-have tool on my list is Gatsby. I did an episode with the founder, Brett, if you want to learn more about this platform. But essentially, it's a way for you to identify influencers from your customer base by collecting their Instagram handles on your email signup forms and even right after checkout. 
This definitely works best if you have a significant amount of traffic. So it's not for you if you're just getting started, but it's changing the way e-commerce companies do influencer marketing and allows you to finally do this at scale. Another must-have app for your Shopify store is Selly. This app allows you to do cross-sells and upsells after add to cart and post-purchase. It also has a one-click bundle option, it's got price breaks, and even lets you offer discounts with specialty landing links and more. I first learned about this app from a client of mine, and it's definitely one of the best cross-sell apps with the best reporting. The only other app I've used that had really good reporting was Bold Upsell, but their customer service leaves a lot to be desired, so I struggle to recommend them anymore. And a lot of the other apps I've tried don't actually tell you which cross-sells are performing, so it's hard to optimize your offerings. Selly is definitely my number one go-to right now. There's another app that's pretty popular with some bigger merchants called Reconvert. I have not personally used it, though it's on my list of apps to test this year. For some of you, it's going to be complete overkill, depending on your needs. And it does charge based on the number of orders you have per month versus Selly that charges a flat fee based on which Shopify plan you're on. Ultimately, I would look at the features of both and then start to think through how you're actually going to use it. Often we can get starry-eyed at the functionality of a platform and we pay for all of these extra bells and whistles that we never use. It's not to say that it's a bad thing to choose a platform that can grow with you in order to future-proof yourself. I love to future-proof as much as possible, but I like to give you options and let you know what to look out for. Another must-have tool is Back in Stock. And this is especially the case if you tend to sell out of your best-selling products or you run into supply issues with your vendors. You can even use back-in-stock notifications to pre-launch your products, having people sign up to be notified when the item is finally available. There are ways to do true pre-orders, but this is a great workaround when you're just getting started. For traditional back-in-stock notifications, I will usually just use Klaviyo's back-in-stock functionality. No need to get another app to manage this when it's taken care of in an app you already have. If you don't use Klaviyo yet, then check out the app called Back-in-Stock. Seriously, that's what it's called. It's a super simple app, it works like a charm, and has great reporting, making it easy for you to see which products are most popular and which alerts are generating the most revenue for you. And about those pre-orders... Depending upon what theme you use, you might actually have a pre-order functionality built in. On some of the premium themes, putting products in a specific collection called pre-order will automatically change your add to cart button to a pre-order button. So check out your theme documentation if this is a functionality you need. Now, if you have a big catalog of products, definitely listen up here because you may want to add an app to your store to expand your search functionality. Yes, Shopify has their own built-in search, but it's kind of limited. If you want to be able to get fancy tools like autocomplete, the option to filter search results, to add synonyms and even keyword-based redirects, you're going to need an app for that. The two most popular in the Shopify ecosystem, not including enterprise tools like SearchSpring, are Smart Search and Filter by Searchinize and Product Search and Filter by Boost Commerce. One thing to know is that Searchinize is available for other e-commerce platforms like WooCommerce and Magento, while Product Search and Filter by Boost is available only on Shopify. 
Now, if you want to offer subscriptions in your business, you have a lot more options than you did a few years ago. Ever since Shopify opened up their checkout API, a lot of new players came into the subscription space because it was so much easier to build the technology to work with the platform. Before that change, my go-to recommendation was always recharge. Then when Shopify's checkout API was updated, allowing apps to integrate directly with the checkout, they actually stopped taking new customers and they had to migrate their existing customers to the new version of the app. At that point, I started researching two new apps, Native and Appsol. Because both apps were new, I was honestly bouncing back and forth in my recommendation day after day. First, it was Appsol because their customer service was so much more responsive and they were releasing features at record speed based on customer requests. They were also more affordable than Native, especially for a business that was just getting started. I happened to have been working with a client launching a new business at that time, so I was heavily researching and testing the apps, figuring out which one was going to be the best for his needs. Before we finished that project, Native started to step up their game and even adjusted their pricing, likely to be more in line with what Appsol was offering. In the end, we moved forward with Native, but at this point, they look pretty neck and neck in terms of features and pricing. Recharge is also back in the game now with a new pricing model that is much more similar to what it was years ago when I used it for my subscription box business. You can actually get started for free with no monthly fee and only pay a percentage when you actually have subscriptions. From my experience, these are all great apps. I still personally lean toward Recharge because they've been in the game for such a long time. And I do know at least one merchant that needed some customization done for her particular business use case, where the customer purchased one product initially, basically a starter kit, that is automatically converted to a refill version of the product moving forward. If memory serves, this was a custom use case that Recharge had to solve for her, which they did. I don't know if the other apps I mentioned are able to do this, so if you have a similar use case, you'll want to do some research up front. Now, what if you have a lot of variants or need to collect custom information from your customer about the product they're purchasing? Like personalization, for example. In that case, you're going to want to get your hands on Infinite Options by ShopPad. This is also a great option if you need to add on custom upgrades like gift wrapping or a personalization fee. I've seen this used by a lot of different merchants. Some who do print-on-demand, for example, and just need a lot of different variants. Or a subscription box seller who needs to collect sizing information when the customer places their first order. And it's definitely the go-to for businesses that do personalization like engraving names on jewelry or customizing drinkware. I have even seen jewelry businesses use it for bundling purposes when a customer is choosing, say, different length chains for their necklaces, for example. It's definitely a versatile app that solves a lot of different pain points for Shopify sellers, so it's a great app to be aware of even if you don't need it right now. Speaking of bundling, there are a lot of different apps out there that can help you manage this, depending on the experience you want to create. I can probably do a whole episode on this, but I'll start out with a few of my favorites for a few different common use cases. First up, let me just shout out Selly again. 
If you just want to add some simple bundles to product pages with predetermined items that the customer can easily add on, that's a great place to start. If you need something more complex, like a Build-A-Box situation where you want them to go step-by-step through a bundling experience, then check out Bundle Builder. Maybe you just want to create a pre-built bundle that you can list as its own item while still selling the individual pieces as their own products, and you just need your inventory to secretly be synced in the background. In that case, check out Bundles by Gazebo. The developer of this app is super sweet and is mostly a one-man show. I find the customer service from smaller developers like this to be much better overall. Admittedly, it takes a bit to set up from the start since you have to tell the app which items to sync with which bundles, but it's a really clean and easy way to manage bundles on the front end for your customer, and it also makes it easy to exclude these bundles from additional discounting since they're technically separate products that you don't have to make eligible for discounts. Another app that I've used back in the day that seems to have expanded its functionality a lot since then is Ultimate Special Offers. There were two main reasons I used this app. One was because it let me combine discounts, getting around the one discount code per order issue of Shopify. Now, many of you may not actually want discounts to stack, which makes perfect sense. There are a lot of times we didn't want them to either, except for when we ran certain promos, say like Victoria's Secret Panty promo. Buy five pairs and get them for a total of $25. If you were to use a discount code for this, but they were purchasing other items that weren't a part of the promotion, they wouldn't be able to use their regular discount on the non-promo items without placing a separate order, which is a bit of a bummer for the customer. Ultimate Special Offers also lets you post banners on your product pages to promote the offers you're running, which is a great way to make sure your customers are seeing all the offers you have for them. This is another one of those apps you only need if you have these specific use cases, but it's nice to know that it's available should you ever come up against these limitations. If you're really looking to increase conversion on your website and raise your AOV, a financing app like Afterpay that lets your customers pay for their purchase and installments while you still get paid up front is really a must-have at this point. So many websites offer this option to their customers that it's almost expected now from their point of view. There are a lot of other options out there as well, like Klarna, QuadPay, and even Shopify has their own version if you're using Shopify payments. If you sell a high-risk product like Adult Novelties, check out Sezzle as they are more willing to work with high-risk businesses. Your rates will likely be a little bit higher, but most of the other platforms won't even consider working with you. If you use my Afterpay link, you'll get a 30-day intro rate of 3%, by the way. There are a few other features that people ask me about a lot, one of which is those little notifications that say, So-and-so just bought X product in city and state. Now, I have not personally used one of these before, so I really can't speak to their impact on business performance, but considering so many people still use them, it's safe to say that it's worth a shot to test it. For me as a customer, it doesn't really have any effect on whether or not I will buy from someone. I'd rather see product reviews but I do understand the appeal in terms of social proof and showing how other customers are actually interested in your products. 
I don't have any specific recommendations here, but just search sales pop in the app store and you'll find a bunch of different apps you can use. I also get asked a lot about customizing the Shopify notification emails. If you didn't already know, you can actually do this inside of Klaviyo. Under your templates, there are Shopify notification templates that you can edit. Then you just export them and copy and paste the code into your Shopify notification templates. Now, of course, you can't use all the Klaviyo features because Shopify doesn't have access to the same data that Klaviyo has, but it does give you a visual way to edit those emails, which you don't get in Shopify. You can also check out orderly emails and Spently. In addition to letting you edit the way the emails look, they also let you add recommended products and discounts for follow-up purchases as well. In the U.S., you can include some marketing information inside your transactional emails, but don't go overboard here. Try and keep it to no more than 10 to 15% of the email having marketing content, though I think the law may allow up to 30. This may be different outside of the U.S., so definitely check your local laws before adding any marketing content to your transactional emails. And then last note about this is, before you overwrite any code inside of those notification templates in Shopify, copy and paste the original data somewhere safe and save it so you can easily revert back if you need to. Another popular feature people ask me about is a shipping threshold calculator. This can definitely help get that AOV up and encourage people to add more products to their cart. The most popular one for sure is the free shipping bar from Hexum. I will say sometimes the install on its own is a little funky and overlaps your existing website header instead of pushing all of the content down, but it should be a quick fix with the developer that you can find on StoreTasker or Hey Carson. Those platforms, by the way, are great places to get quick one-off jobs completed by a developer at a reasonable price. And then, of course, there are the rewards and loyalty apps. My favorite right now is Stamped because it works perfectly with their review app and you can actually reward points for reviews instead of giving out coupons. But there are lots of great ones like Smile and even Yotpo after they acquired Swell a couple years ago. All of these are great apps and it really just comes down to personal preference. They all also have the option to add a referral program which gives your customers unique links to share with their friends and earn rewards with you. If you decide you want a referral program, but don't want a full-blown rewards program, then definitely check out Referral Candy. They are the OG of referral platforms, and you can learn more about them on episode 80 of the podcast. Now, before we finish up for today, I wanted to point out some features that I hear a lot of people trying to add to their store with apps, when in reality, they just need to update their Shopify theme that already has those features built in. In some instances, they just need to invest in a premium theme, which is totally worth it because it's a one-and-done fee versus paying an app on a monthly basis. And in other cases, they need to upgrade to the newer version of their existing theme. Usually, this is for features like mega menus, color swatches, or zooming in on images, for example. But before you go looking for an app for a simple feature like this, I encourage you to check out the latest version of the theme you're using and see if it's now built in. Theme developers are usually releasing theme updates a few times per year. Now, I don't recommend you upgrade every single time because it does take some work to recreate your homepage and update your theme settings. 
but you'll definitely want to keep your eye out for big changes and functionality additions. The more you have natively in your theme, the less apps you need and the less chance you'll run into app conflicts and the less money you'll spend. And then lastly, let's touch on the new Shopify builder, Shopify 2.0, because with the addition of native meta fields and more flexibility in building out pages, these are two more types of apps that you're not going to need once you upgrade meta field apps and page builders. I dive deeper into this on episode 67 of the podcast. So take a listen to that if you have no idea what I'm talking about. Okay, friends. So those are my favorite Shopify apps for different types of functionality you might want to add to the front end of your store. Did I miss any? It's possible. If so, hit me up on Instagram and let me know. Don't forget to scroll down to the show notes or head to ecommercebadassery.com forward slash 97 for links to all the apps I mentioned today. Thanks so much for hanging out with me and I'll see you on the flip side. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you're looking to surround yourself with more product entrepreneurs who totally get your life right now, get your booty on over to the e-commerce badassery Facebook group. Can't wait to see you there. Until next time, e-commerce friends, stay badass.